Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. This week's episode features Daryl Amundsen. God has a rest for us. And we are to strive for that rest. And each of us does that in, in I think, our own particular way. We all have our battles. Um, you know what? Before we go on, let's just turn to, to Hebrews 4. We'll just let the Word speak. Let us therefore fear. It's not very often God tells us to fear. Note that. Lest a promise being left us of entering into His rest. Not my rest. It's His rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them, talking about them in times past, as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Oh, what a privileged people we are, that God has given us faith. Faith is a gift that we are given. And that is part and parcel with us entering into that rest. Well, it's just... So thank you, Lord, for that faith that He gives us and that we have access to that they didn't. For we which have believed do enter into rest. That is where that faith comes in. As He saith, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for He spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, And God did rest the seventh day from all his works. Like I said, I don't have the answers here. I got more questions than answers. But we'll understand it all by and by. And in in this place again, he said, If they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter in, And they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. You know, unbelief. We read about that in the Old Testament on how the children of Israel, they wandered to and fro and they were kept back from the promised land because of unbelief. Um, Unbelief reaps um, disobedience. In fact, if you study those words, they're, they're almost the same word. Disobedience and unbelief, you can, you can pretty much swap them. Um, verse 7. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. That was spoken earlier in prophecy this week. Harden not your hearts. Open it right up. Give, um, make every room available. To the Holy Spirit. Verse 8. But if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? Okay, here we're getting into the nitty gritty. Verse 9. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. I'm not happy where I am. We're not there yet because it says so. There remaineth therefore a rest. So, 
I hope that we can impress it in our minds that we have a goal to shoot towards. That, as we wake up every morning, uh, that, that can get us out of bed. That can direct our every thought, our every motive is rest. And I'll, I don't know, we perhaps all have a little idea about what that means to us. And I'll tell you a little bit what it means to me. But there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. I look at my life and there is some unrest there. I mean, I see myself, I'm, I'm a pretty cool-tempered man. Not much gets me ruffled. But there are things in my life that I'm just unrestful about. And my wife knows that. For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Well, there's another question I have. <laughs> it's just, God, just imagine that. I mentioned this to the men the other night. God ceased from his works. I don't understand that. Um, he worked those seven days of creation, and on the seventh day, he ceased from his works. Yet, for some reason, the world kept spinning. The stars stayed in their place. Thank you for the talk on the universe. Um, all those things, they, they kept going. And I can't help but think that God rested in the fact that what he made was good. And it was going to do exactly as he said it would. When he said, let there be light, and there was light, and God said it was good, he knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. And he, he rested in the fact that his work was sure, and it was going to stay there. Um, and I'll just fit that in. In our rest... We've been talking about recognizing, uh, Terry uh, mentioned, recognizing the Christ in each one and the ministry in each one. We need to rest in each other's ministry. Amen. Totally. Rest in it. I, I trust you with the ministry God has given you. Oh, it's such a peace when you can rest in someone else's ministry. When you're constantly worried about, oh, I wonder if they're going to do that right. I wonder if they're going to say that right. I wonder if I can count on them to do that. Oh, that's awful. It's, it's just an awful feeling because then you're thinking that you have to do this and you have to do... There's no rest in that. God placed a ministry in each and every one of you. Even as he did when he said, let there be light. He placed a ministry in you. And it's sure, it's steadfast, and it is something that will do what it's, what it's meant to do. If we'll just rest in that. He's the same God. The same God. And we might say, oh, I'm so faulty. Well, let's not make God a liar. I, that's kind of, maybe I shouldn't use that term. That's a little disrespectful, but... Um, what God said, He hath said. So, I'd like you all to think about that. God rested on the seventh day. 
His work, you know, what he set into place continued. But, but he was, but he rested. So there's another, another question for you to take home. <laughs> Verse 11, let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. That seems a little contradictory, doesn't it? <clears throat> labor to enter into that rest. You would think that you should rest to get into rest. But he's asking us to labor to enter into that rest. Like I said, you know, for the most part, I'm a pretty restful guy, but there'll be times I'll wake up at night tormented. And maybe, we, maybe others wake up like that too, worried about this, just torn up about that, regretting about this, and, and there's no peace. And I'll say this, whoever deals with that, do not let that go on. Labor to get it out. Labor to enter into that particular rest. It's those times of the night when I have to go to war. It was prophesied we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And there's that warfare that we work in the Spirit. I tell you, when you feel that way, you get to work. And you do not let it linger. Because if you don't, that's where depression sets in. Believe me. And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Cast it out. Go to war. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about... Well, actually, we're going to talk about it right away. I'm going to read verse 11 again. Let us therefore... Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Don't let unrest stay in your spirit. Cast it out. And here's a funny thing. Did anyone wonder why they put verse 12 in there? You know, I'm, some people say Paul wrote um, Hebrews. Some people say Apollos. I don't know if we really know. But th- there's one thing that I know Paul for sure. He never jumped around in his, um, you know, he always kept a train of thought. Um, and so I'm not sure about the writer of Hebrews. But so here we're talking about rest. And then he goes to verse 12 out of the blue and says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Now we know what the short sword of the Spirit is. When we read about the armor of God, that's our weapon of warfare. And so he's saying, Don't let unrest abide in your spirits. Go to war. He's given us the word of God. The Word of God can strike through any of that that we're dealing with. And so that we can use. Um, use the Word of God. I love songs because oftentimes when I don't know what to pray and I'm, I'm, in, I'm not in a state to think of anything else, songs will often come to mind. And, and that's a wonderful tool that we can use. And these are inspired by the Word of God. And so, again, use whatever tool you have at your disposal during those times and labor into into this particular rest. Now, the rest that he's talking about is bigger than this. Mike mentioned it yesterday. It's a Sabbath rest. It's a, it's a huge rest. But, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. You know, I we often think of sword as a killing mechanism. And I, I'm not a I'm not a killer. I don't want you know, I have this sword, I don't I don't want to kill anybody. But you know, the thought came to me it's a sword is used more than killing. I've seen people shave with a sword. <laughs> or uh, sometimes they'll pick garbage with a sword. Or you can cut through clutter with a sword. Those of you who have been in the jungle, maybe you've had someone ahead of you with a machete or a, or a sword. Cutting through the clutter with a sword. That's also what it's used for. And so a lot of this clutter that we have, we can go to war uh, with that word. Verse 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. And I love this because we don't stand alone in this. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all things and all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we obtain, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You know, I'll just reiterate again, God has given us all kinds of tools to, to deal with the issues that we have in our life. And, and we're at all different ages and we, we deal with all kinds of different things. And I just want to say again that there is rest available and we shouldn't be happy with anything short of it. Just labor to enter into that rest. Like I said, it looks a little different, and I could talk all morning about what it looks like to me. God is asking us to, like we heard earlier, not worry so much about ourselves. Trust in each other's ministry. Trust in your own ministry. Trust in it. God will not allow us to to fall and and so, so what if you do right i remember <laughs> i remember the first time in park valley when we were uh when we turned 13 uh, we went from memorizing scriptures as kids and saying it up at the pulpit to just standing in the congregation and reading something that we have chosen so once we were 13 we that was our thing to do so anyway, so I remember the first Sunday that I was 13, I, I had a verse picked out and uh, I opened my Bible and I stood up to give it and the room started to swirl. <laughs> and it swirled and it swirled and I sat down. <laughs> I didn't read a thing. The elders were gracious and they said, thank you. <laughs> But next Sunday, I uh, I tried again. 
and I got a few more words out. And then the next Sunday, and then the next Sunday. And then there came a point where, and this is beautiful, and I know you'll all know what I'm talking about. I, I, I read a verse, and it was, it, it seemed to, it, it, it changed the whole service. I don't know if you know what I mean, but um, things came out, and, and that's what your ministry will do as you enter into it. It will, it will mix in with what the Holy Spirit wants. The Holy Spirit will use it. So I guess maybe I'm directing that at the young people, but for all of us, trust in your ministry to do what God has designed for it to do. Um, you don't have to sit back and think that you're any less. And I'll bring it back around to resting. God has a rest for the people of God that we can enter into and that it will allow us to cease from our own works, from our, our trying and just entering into what He has for us. And that in that way, God will use you for His purpose. And we just get out of the way. Praise the Lord. I, I hope that, if nothing else, you go home desiring to enter into that rest. Don't let unrest linger. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org. 